0: Hey, hey, this is Megan and you're listening to the Salesy Podcast. This is a podcast for a modern business owner where you will learn how to build your business while staying true to yourself at the same time. As a sales expert of the last eight years and a online business owner, I am here to teach you tangible sales techniques rooted in psychology and human behavior. Get your earbuds on and your Salesy notebook out and let's get started today. Hey, 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 I am actually recording this from my iPhone, so I'm excited to see whether or not this is good quality, if this mini mic situation works out, and those types of things. So, if you saw my stories, you will know that I am recording more podcasts for the indefinite future, just because, whew, a little out of breath there. Just because that's something that lights me up a little bit more. Obviously, growing two companies, I am getting to my own bandwidth of basically having time to do everything and still nurturing. And personally, I love podcasts the most. So the topic of today's episode is really how to ask better questions so that you don't have to do market research all the time and hate your sales process because one of the second most common things that I hear is like, what is the thing that I need to say or what is the thing that I need to do to get more people in my DMs? And the things that a lot of people don't realize, and maybe you don't listening to this podcast, is that sales relies very heavily on conversation and being a conversationalist and where a lot of people are missing the mark is the conversations that they're asking. They're just getting this list and they're not even diving deep and it feels very robotic, it feels very unauthentic or aligned. So, we're going to break down the purpose of questions, how to ask better questions, and maybe what you're doing inside your sales process. I had to take a quick little sip. But the first thing is, is purpose of questions determines the information that's needed. And a lot of times, you are not defining the information that you need out of the question before you're asking questions. We just go into robot sales mode and we ask questions. We're like, how can I get to their problem? How can I figure out if they're a lead? And there are four things that really determine the type of questions that you're going to ask based on the need. One- is it a sales problem? Can you solve this? Is this a viable lead? If we haven't directly talked about viability of leads, this is going to be someone who can pay your program, you can solve their problems and you can go from there. The second one is customer data. Are you researching voice of customer and collecting this information and really using it for your marketing process or just getting to know what your customers are saying? The other one is gaining information, which is a little bit different than customer data. Customer data really focuses on like voice of customer and how they're talking about things and really viewing things. We're just gathering information could be the pre-qualifier to the sales problem. And sometimes you're just asking for clarity. Sometimes maybe they posted something, you want a little bit more information or something like that. Now when it comes to these four situations, there's something I want to pull out of you and it is lazy questions. Lazy questions are information that you could have collected elsewhere. And a lot of times, what we don't consider is that we could have collected this information elsewhere. And because we could have collected this information elsewhere, what we're doing is we are just being lazy. Now, self serving questions are poking around for the opportunity with a focus on you. And a lot of times, these types of questions are in welcome messages. They're saying, hey, you know, how did you find me? What do you like about my content? It can be very ego boosting. The other side of that is trick questions. So a gimmick to get them to do what you want or to really kind of pose the alternate, which can also be hostile or aggressive, which designs the buyer to put them on a spot or could be leading, which sometimes most often starts with, wouldn't you agree? The thing is with lazy questions is that you don't learn enough information to qualify them and your prospect, your buyer, whoever you're working with can feel manipulated. And when it comes to better questions, what you want to think about is the motivation behind having them do all the talking or brain dumping to you and how the power of Self disclosure or the principle of self disclosure makes them feel important and makes them talk about themselves more. So, before we get into questions, stop being self serving in your questions or your information gains. Stop asking, What do you love about my content? What do you want to see in my content? Anything that starts with I, me, or my. Not all questions are made equal. And so, as we go through this process, understand that some questions start the process and other questions are a part of the sales process. So, when we really dive into the sales process and if you are kind of getting off this attraction marketing train of no longer wanting to just post content and have people show up and you don't want to connect with people in the DMS and You don't want to do a lot of the things that are out there currently. We want to think about the sales process in three phases. One, we're going to gain insight about our customers for our marketing so that you don't have to do endless market research, so that you don't have to really continue to ask those questions or polls on your stories, and you can always be collecting that information to sell to them. I recently saw a post that said, you know, my selling is trendy but the principles inside my program is evergreen. And what that means is that you want to sell what the customer really is desiring in that trend. The other side of it is qualifying in the sales process, selling them a unique solution versus just standard questions and building a a lot of rapport to gain their trust. If you want to learn more about this, there is a whole book called Question That Sells that I am taking from and synthesizing information with all of my other sales experience. I'm going to go ahead and link it down below for y'all if you want to go ahead. I will say this. It's not specifically to the online space. You know, maybe there's a book coming in 2023 that's specific to selling in the online space. But there was a lot of things that was brought to my attention in this book that are really going to help you specifically. And if you are so... Somebody who you don't want to read a book and you want to gain more information, there's actually a full length training about this and consistent sales system. You can message me on Instagram, CSS, and we will determine right then and there if it's a good fit for you or not. This is a sales program that is designed to help you make more money, work less, and be able to enjoy your business and sell in a way that is authentic to you. We don't teach you a one process that is built in my expertise. I actually teach you how to form and adjust your own process as your own business changes and you grow. So when you passion pivot or do anything else, we are always there for you. First thing is, is starting with icebreakers. Now, all of us hate icebreakers, but the thing is, is you want to cut through the noise and really find a way to grab their attention that doesn't feel, again, gimmicky, manipulative, or anything like that. And when it comes to these icebreakers, the goal is to build rapport to focus on them and not building yourself up. There is an acronym that I learned from the guide culture called FORD, and it's for rapport. It's Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Drive. Obviously, occupation in the online space is definitely going to be our businesses, and so focusing on that. And when we have one area that we talk about, instead of bouncing around and talking about their dog, their family, their mom... What motivates them, what hobbies they're doing, find one area and ask questions, respond to their questions, and have a conversation. There are very few chances that on your first contact you're gonna close a sale. Typically you close a sale in between your fifth and twelfth follow-up. So understanding that like you can work through the Ford acronym Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Drive, and that will help you. From there, you could have an educational-based question. An educational based question, so your expertise, and it typically uses a statistic or something else that's happening inside of their space. This is something that we are starting to try on the back end of CLZ with our CLZ clients and we're finding we're actually getting a lot of engagement for this. So what is an example of an educational based question and how can you use it? First, I'm going to tell you this. One per conversation. What you don't want to be is a fact spitter, even though I know I am like a fountain of facts. You don't want to do that. So what we can kind of adjust this and based on your business and how this works, this is just an example. You can always message me and we can workshop one for you. It's talking about upcoming trends or educational. So what I learned through doing some statistics and looking at things on the Font of All Knowledge Google is that 30% of people are concerned about debt paydown before they start the process of investing. So if you are somebody who works with money or you're a financial planner, something you could say is, hey, Megan, did you know that 30% when surveyed, let me backtrack on this. I always get ahead on these. Hey, Megan, when surveyed, 30% of people said that debt was a priority and paying that down before they are investing. What's your opinion on that? That basically says that, hey, there's other people who have the same opinion as you. I'd love to know your opinion. And then you start disclosing your opinion. Because what are opinions like? Well... I think everybody knows how that saying goes and at the end of the day, we all think ours doesn't stink and with that specifically, we want to share that. The other thing that you can also use for educational-based questions is talking about upcoming trends. So something that I have noticed specifically with the recession is that a lot of people are diversifying their marketing and so something that you could kind of sprinkle in with a conversation with the lead, you could say, I'm thinking of, uh, I just had an interview with someone. Hey, you know, with the upcoming recession, A lot of our customers are starting to diversify their marketing into podcasting. What's your opinion around that? Or how could that affect your business with people moving off Instagram? These questions are designed to get people thinking and it allows you to open up the door without saying, hey, are you starting or scaling a business? Even though that's a good question. Or again, those questions, those welcome messages that are like, hey, how do you find my content? Do you love my content? Do you love me? Etc. From there, a lot of times you move into pre qualification, and there is one part of pre qualification that I really want you to lock in on, and they are called lock on questions. Lock on questions allow you to find a word to hear customers articulate their problems and expand their ideas. So, if you are getting into the sales process and you are struggling to figure out how to do that, again, we teach this inside a consistent sales system. Locking on are words that help you be able to expand on that, and it signals a struggle. So inside the book and inside Consistent Sales System, we have a whole list of how to do this, but some things to look for are trying to, problems, hopeful, stressful. Inside of that, you also want to look for words like we, us, ours, because there's more than one person in decision-making process. These questions allow you to understand. They allow you to basically figure out where that point is and ask more. So if I said, you know, after, let's use again the educational question and use it around debt, you know, I said that I am really trying to pay down debt. But what I'm finding is it's really hard and that there is more month than money. A lock-in question could signal one, I said, I, so that is just me. There isn't another person in this decision-making process. And the other piece of this is that I'm trying to pay down debt. Trying to pay down debt means that this is a goal of mine and I'm looking a solution for it, but I'm not currently making the payments that I want to or the progress that I want to. And how I would expand on this is basically asking them to clarify and asking them to vent. A lot of times in the sales process, we love to jump, To basically say, like, I can solve this for you. Do you want a solution? And we don't let people ruminate on it. So ways to use this is actually going to be saying, you know, when you say the word trying to, can you describe what that looks like? Can you clarify for me what methods you have tried and what methods you haven't tried? And help me understand maybe where you're missing the mark on reaching your goals because those lock-on questions lead into impact questions, which allow, again, people to vent and to gain importance around the problem and have the severity of the problem. So impact questions are typically what we would call probing questions inside the online space, and this is still happening in that first part of your, you know, qualifying to understand their problem. Impact questions basically say, you know, what is the impact of this? If it is a business owner, What is the impact of you losing out on money, you not signing clients? If we want to go back to our example of me not paying down debt, what is the impact of that? Well, obviously I'm not paying down debt, so that's scary. That's going to affect my credit score. I'm not going to be able to buy a house if I have high revolving accounts and stuff like that. And on the other side of that, it's just mental stress trying to make sure to pay it every single month. And so with this, you really want to dig deeper to allow them to come to the conclusion that this is really important. And that this is also something that I should not want to, not hope to do, but I should take care of. There are three stages of impact that you really want to focus on inside of this question. I hope to, I want to, and I should. I hope to basically says like, this isn't super important. I'm not going to take action. I want to, it's important, but I don't feel urgent. Where I should really says, hey, this is urgent and important. Now the last part of this is going to be expansion and really allowing people to grow in a way and have this idea of like what the severity is and those types of things. So expansion questions start with describe for me, share with me, or explain, or walk me through a process you have tried, you know, what it could look like if we solved this problem and those types of things. When it comes to expansion, they go hand in hand with if or vision-based questions, which basically show them the future. Future casting is so powerful in sales and when it comes specifically to sales, what you want to focus on is allowing people to say hey this is my problem this is important this is urgent and I know there's something out there that's better for me and I know there's an opportunity for me to make more money and there's a solution for me so if you are struggling with your sales process and your questions obviously I'm going to recommend click the link below join consistent sales system or go ahead and grab this book and read it and tell me what you think Obviously, that is all for today, and I hope to see, here. have you listen to me in another episode. Remember, rating and reviews are so important to allow other people to come to the show, so if you loved this episode today, go ahead and drop us a review. Bye! If you have loved today's podcast episode, go ahead and take a moment to rate and review on whatever you choose as your platform to listen rating and reviews help us not only be able to serve you deeper but to bring more people in to learn more about sales if you ever want to check out the behind the scenes go down to the show notes my instagram is always linked and i will see you next wednesday for another episode of Salesy.